Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Freaking first cut. Welcome to the First Cup Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and this is your mega preview pod for this week's Wells Fargo Championship. It's storylines, best bets, one and done. Joining me to break it all down, Patrick McDonald is here. Patrick, hello. Hello. Busy Tuesday. Uh, Excited to get into it. Greg Ducharme is here. Greg, good to see you. I'm just just distracted. (laughs) Well, we all are. And that yeah. is because I've, I've got him, and he is <laughs> ready. He is ready for his trip south of the border. It's Kyle Porter. KP, good to have you. Uh, thank you for wearing that. This is the best advertisement we've ever had for watching us on YouTube. <laughs> that's, not, that's not a good thing. Uh, yeah, I'm... I mean, physically, I'm here and I'm ready to talk Quail Hollow. Mentally, I'm in. I'm on the beach. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna try to stay present. It's gonna be difficult because as soon as this podcast is over, I'm out. Correct me if I'm wrong. That is not your only major championship themed bucket hat that you own. No, this is this is a tough one because. So the people who watched Full Swing probably saw my cameo in episode eight. Yes, obviously. That my wife just eviscerated me for. I think her exact quote was, you're going to be in 200 million people's homes and that's what you're wearing. Mm-hmm. And I said, listen, I'm a dad of four. Like, what do you what do you want me to what do you want me to do? <laughs> and she said and she said, <laughs> I swear, she said. I want you to try harder. (laughs) Play better is what she said. (laughs) And uh, so I ended up getting, I actually, true story. I I got this, I got this hat for a friend uh, who texted me during the masters. I don't usually do this, but um, he, he wanted a a bucket hat and I got it for him and I got the wrong size. So I was like, well, I guess I'll just keep it and wear it on vacation. No, I mean, it's the wrong color. Did he specifically ask for that? That style? (laughs) Oh yeah. This is what he asked for. Uh, my, my friends are just going to, they already lit me up for the full swing thing. So they're going to light me up even more for this. It'll be, it'll, it'll be fun. Like it'll be a fun talking point in Mexico. Are you uh are you wearing salmon shorts as well? <laughs> no, I've got gray shorts. Oh. I can't I couldn't go full 
full body suit. <laughs> there's two there's two comments that are so good. Paul says, Where is the skipper? Which implies that you are Gilligan, my friend. <laughs> Which I love that reference. <laughs> and then David. David says KP looks like he needs to fly SPF 85 every 20 minutes. That's, that's what I do. <laughs> yeah. I it's true. I get I get burned. I mean, what yeah, what do you what do you what do you want? Patrick, you're going on vacation too, huh? Uh, not so much vacation. I, I'm in a, a buddy's wedding here this upcoming weekend. Um, so got to be on my A game. Yeah, Greg, I think you and I are rocking th- 75% of the round recaps this week. Is that right? I, I'm here for it. I'm happy to help. I might even wear pink one day. I'm not afraid of it. I don't know if I, I don't have a hat to match. Um, I'm not sure I'd wear one if I did, but I, I, I might, I might rock it. The adults are leaving and, and hopefully uh, giving us 20 bucks for pizza. Yeah, I, we need pizza money. <laughs> really? I don't know. We're going to be flailing around a little bit. It might get Rick, off the rail. Rick, what's your – so we're going with four – we're going with – there's 10 of us going to this place to, – to a place that I won't name. Closed location. <laughs> yeah. And uh, what, what what's your play? Like when, when you go on vacation with, with Mrs. Rick Run Good mm. – is it is it exploration? Is it reading? Is it what, what what's the what's the playbook? I get I get bored so easily. She wants to she wants to sit by the beach slash pool and read nine books in a week and spend you know seven a.m. to seven p.m. doing that. And I can mm-hmm. do that for twelve minutes before I lose my mind. So I she usually ends up doing that, and I'll walk around and explore, see what's going on. Or if there is an opportunity to do some, I I say this word lightly, but like excursions, I'm not doing anything like super crazy, but like if there's a a site to see, if there's something we can go do for the day, I would much rather do that. Like kite surfing or something. Sure. Yeah. Or like visiting, you know, the world's largest gumball or whatever, you know, something like, I just cannot sit in the same spot all day long. See, she, your, uh, Mrs. Rickon Good is is my speed. I, I just want like seven books and like a margarita, and I'll catch you at dinner. Like that's. I, uh, by the way, Patrick, I got the silent patient. Oh yeah. Yeah, pretty. Pumped. I was I was going to ask you if you got any good recommendations on your tweet because I'm in the in the market for a few as well. Well, you can <laughs> you can read through them. Uh, I'm not going to read them off to you, but uh, <laughs> that'll, be, that'll be a book in itself, I guess. That'll be good content. Uh, Come on. Yeah, I got Silent Patient. I got uh, C.S. Lewis actually wrote this space trilogy. It's like sci-fi in like the 1930s. So kind of excited about that. And then I got my sports book is um, uh. I can't remember who wrote it, but three ring circus about the Lakers, about Kobe Shaq and the, the uh, early two thousands Lakers. Very, very good. What is CS Lewis known for? Chronicles of Narnia. Oh, mm. it's the lion, witch in the wardrobe. That That's part of Chronicles of, of Narnia. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You're, you're so cultured. Right? I used the wrong formula and got the right answer. <laughs> Jeff guessing- Perlman, Jeff Perlman wrote three ring circus. Uh, Kobe, that those Lakers is what you were saying. That is, yeah. And it starts with Kobe, like coming out of high school, and it, it's so good. Like, there's so many great stories. Kobe was insane. He was a psycho. He went to high school by me. Yeah, 
That's yeah, while we're marrying. That's right. Okay. Um, we do have some news. This actually has been a pretty sizable news day. And I didn't know what to make of this when the news first broke, Greg. But we've gotten some more information, and I'll just I'll just blurt it out. Uh, Joe LaCava is now on the bag of one Patrick Cantlay for the, quote, foreseeable future, which indicates that Tiger and Joe have split. Apparently, this is with Tiger's blessing, and they are starting effective immediately. Uh, Joe LaCava is there at Quail Hollow on Patrick Cantlay's bag right now. Hey, those two have worked together before in the past. I'm not sure this makes a huge difference in Patrick Cantlay's game. You know, I, I expect good things, just like we've been getting out of Patrick Cantlay as far as his play is concerned. Um, but the the real story in this is the, the Tiger angle on things, in my opinion. Uh, and, you know, what, what first came into my mind was after Tiger won the Masters, uh, going through his back fusions and all of that, I believe this is around that time frame, when he mentioned that Joe stuck with him and, and Tiger said, Hey, if you want to work, go, you know, go take a, go take a bag. He's certainly um, in high demand. And, and Joe decided to stay with Tiger. Um, and, and now we're seeing this different side where he is moving on and it takes away a little bit of the hope for me with Tiger. Um, and ultimately I think that's the biggest angle uh, of this story, right? What Tiger's future looks a lot more bleak. And I think we all knew that. Um, but this is just kind of an, an additional sign of evidence like we needed one. Yeah, that is that is interesting, Patrick, because as Greg mentions, uh, Joe LaCava sat around and waited a lot on Tiger's bag and hasn't hasn't picked up other looping duties. Uh, no longer will he wait. And, and Patrick Cantlay is a pretty good bag to uh, attach yourself to. Yeah, I think Tiger's only played five times since the November Masters. Uh, two of those obviously were WDs. And during that time, he was with Cantley once for the Northern Trust. And then he was actually with uh, Steve Stricker at the Zurich Classic, oddly enough. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're looking to pick up someone's bag, Patrick Cantley is a good one. Some would argue he is the bag man of the PGA Tour. He wins a lot of, you know, big money events to an extent. Uh, tour Championship, a couple FedEx Cup playoff events. Uh, so it's, it's a good uh, good name to attach yourself with. And Cantlay is number four in the world at the moment. So we've kind of seen – go ahead. Should we call Joe LaCava the apprentice since it's a DeWalt bag? <laughs> Such a bad bag. Yes, that's good though. I like that. Um, but it's kind of just this continuation of these longtime caddies going to, to younger players. Uh, and that kind of that's kind of just the natural flow of, of the PGA Tour. I think it's always a tell, Rick, when veteran caddies that are on interesting bag. I don't even want to say like good bag. I don't know if Tiger's a good bag, right? I mean, he's like the best bag in some ways. And in other ways, he's just super inconsistent in terms of how much he plays. But it's such a tell when guys like that, Lee, I think about Bones going to JT, and you're like, oh, like those guys know who the best players are. Mm -hmm. And I mean, and, and it seems like, yeah, of course, like Patrick Cantlay is number four in the world. But um, th there's something about like, I, I don't know that, 
you know, I'm trying to think of somebody that's been number four in the world. Like Alex Noren was number seven in the world at one point. It's not like Joe Acaba is leaving Tiger for Alex Noren's bag. No offense to Alex Noren, right? Like the, the, the caddies leaving older players, good bags for younger players, better bags. Like it's always a tell as to who the best, who the actual best players in the world are. Yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of like when a bill comes across a senator's desk and then you see them buying up stock or something. It's, <laughs> it's, it's pretty similar to that, I think. Wow, that, that, that's quite an analogy. Did not see that coming. Good insider trading uh, analogy there. The my favorite comment currently in the chat is from Matt Vice. Says Joe is so good at waiting, he's a perfect fit for Patrick Cantlay. But I'm pumped. Get it? Yeah. Uh, I do wonder, and I believe, uh, I believe, Greg, to put a bow on this, I believe this was Patrick reaching out to Joey Lacava. So I don't know if something happened between uh, him and longtime bagman uh, Matt Minister, or if just looking for a change, a different voice, heard rumblings that Joe was becoming available. I always would love to know the inner workings of these types of deals. And I'm not sure we ever will. Right. I mean, that was a a really good partnership for a long time. And, you know, like Kyle just pointed out, you, you, these guys know who the best bags in the world are. Uh, so if if you're Matt Minister, what what's next? Um, and, and it kind of leads you to think that this was a decision on Patrick Cantlay's behalf, because it'd be really hard to leave Patrick Cantlay. Yeah. You're not getting a Scotty Scheffler bag or a John Rom bag or Rory. You're not getting any of those bags. Uh, it would be very odd to go to a Xander Shoffley's bag uh, from Patrick Cantlay. I don't think that would happen. So it, it's a it, you know a unique situation, and it seems like Patrick Cantlay is the one. Just l- without any information, it looks like Patrick Cantlay is looking for a new voice. Um, you know, looking for something different, and there are a lot of reasons why that could be. Um, you know, it could be a schedule thing, although that's kind of unlikely. Uh, uh, so I, I, you know, I'm not really sure what happened there and I think it'd be unfair to try to guess. Um, but ultimately uh, the one guess that I would make is you're not leaving Patrick Cantlay's bag unless you're going to leave caddying altogether. Um, which I, I suppose is possible, but, but there are few and far between that are better than Patrick Cantlay. Um, so yeah, it's a, unique situation. And again, I, I'm not really expecting a big, I, I don't look at this like a Ted Scott going to Scotty Scheffler or a bones going to JT. I, I don't look at this as a big monumental change for Patrick Cantlay. I, I think we're going to see some pretty similar play out of him. Um, Cause look, Matt minister is a great caddy too. He, he really is. Um, and and I, so I'm not sure what kind of tangible difference it is, but that will be, that will be seen. Go around the room. If you had to pick a bag for the I next, like the if, same thing. if you had a caddy for the next five years of your life, like you quit making content, you quit listening to people in idiotic bucket hats talk about golf on YouTube, who who would you choose to caddy for? So there's a lot of things to take into account, right? There's yeah. money, obviously. There's, you spent a lot of time with this person. There's success. There's just a, there's a, there's a bunch there. So I'm curious about who you guys would pick. I was looking through just like the world rankings here. Uh, I want someone now. I, I understand I am not a professional caddy, so I will probably not be very good at this, which by the way, there should be same caddy power rankings, right? Like mm. I, like I'm always like, Oh, he's probably a good caddy. Like I have no idea. 
I don't even know really look at that grass toss. Oh. Yeah, I don't even really know what makes <laughs> it. But I assume I I need a I need a pretty low key guy. I can't John Rom would eat me alive. I understand that. John Rom would just shred me. I think I would go, uh, or at least one of my top options would be Tony Fino. Mm. I, I he laid back. I think we're going to make a lot of money. It'd be cool watching him hit the shots. And he and like he doesn't want to spend time with me after the round. He's got family. To, I can go do whatever I want. That's a good one. That's a that's a uh, that's a really good one. It is. That's going to be tough to top. If you find some single guy who wants to go to dinner with you every night and like, oh god, nah. <laughs> I'm not talking about. Can you, so imagine, can, can you imagine caddying for like JT? No, it would be horrible. Oh my God. And he's like, oh, I think if we hit this like spinny fade, like, you know, 190, but maybe I could hit a high draw like 192 instead. And it ended up, and you're like, dog, I don't know. I just hit the shot. <laughs> All right. What else we got? Greg? Uh, so I have a little bit of a different, t- I want to be involved. To a degree, Ooh. right? I want to ha- help wow. out. He wants to be the star of the show. So I wouldn't dinner. mind. I don't necessarily want to be the star of the show. Um, <laughs> of course, the caddy's never the star of the show, but you want to have uh, an influence. And I think that would be, I think that's one of the coolest things in caddying is feeling a little bit of the heat. My, you know, my guy is involved in this thing and, you know, he's asking for my advice and uh, opinion and asking for my help. So you're you're not going to believe this, and I may get laughed out of the out of the Zoom here, but uh, it, to me, it's Jordan Spieth. Oh my god! Look, I love this for a Are couple you reasons. Sick. One, maybe. Are you a masochist? I think there's uh, Michael Greller gets a lot of opportunity to help. Uh, there's a, <laughs> that's one way to put it. Yeah. There's a banter back and forth, but it's very rarely negative, right? It's uh, uh, surprising sometimes. How did that go left? But but Jordan doesn't blame Greller for anything, which I really like. And he's a big part of it. He's a big part of it. Now, there was one instance I remember where he kind of gave Michael a hard time. You had me, you had, me, you had me in the water and you had me over the green there, Michael. Yes. Pebble Beach. Right. 2019. Right. Now, have you number seen eight. Just, Okay, Michael Greller has aged like the president of the United States. Are you yes. sure you want to be involved in this? I don't fi- I I find it to be so engaging. I don't find it to be uh well, maybe it is. Well, well, okay. But okay, I, so I feel I, alive. Yeah, well, <laughs> you would, you would, something. you would feel something. Uh, what's the difference between can't or between uh, Justin Thomas and Spieth? Right? You said you didn't. Well, I don't know if you said you didn't want JT, but no, I, I think I just like Jordan's personality a little more. I think okay. he's a little night, like you know, a little nicer. It feels a little more lighthearted, a little more. Uh, natural and while i do think he complicates things i i think that he could simplify in a way and while there's a lot of questions there's some confirmation uh and i i think there's an opportunity for a caddy to really help simplify things for someone like jordan speak uh and then you also have this ability level that's extremely high from 
very bizarre and unique situations. And, and I think that really helps when you get into trouble, there's a opportunity to still find success. JT can do that too. Um, and JT would be, I'd be fine with JT. I think all those, you know, we'll, we have all these different shots. Hey, this is, this is the shot. There's an opportunity to make a big difference and really help JT, in my opinion. Um, not that Bones isn't doing that or can't do that, but, um, but I, I think that both of those guys give a lot of, they, they put a lot on their caddy, which I would like to be a part of if I'm, if I'm doing it for five years. And again, this is five years. I'm yeah, not five years. Age that much in five years. <laughs> Don't Thank speak too Patrick. soon, <laughs> Patrick. Patrick, who you got? Uh, my answer is pretty simple. It's Colin Morikawa. I am horrible at reading greens. If he misses putts, dude, it's just your stroke. That that has nothing to do with my green reading ability. Mm. If he's flagging it every time, easy peasy. <laughs> he he can win the big events. He's already in the big events. Give me Morikawa. Okay, so I'll I'll finish this off here. I think so. If you want just pure money, you might pick like Sungjae. You'd be working like fifty weeks a year, and you got to convert to meters. <laughs> and the, I, like, he doesn't speak great English. I would struggle with many many. The meters thing would be a, a real problem. <laughs> uh, I think my answer. So two two things that are that are, I mean, I think that I'm surprised nobody's picked this guy because he hits three of the things that I want the most, which is, oh. a good job, healthy salary. So that's one. Two is I want to be in it at majors. Like I want to be in. I want to. I want what that feels like. And then three would be, I want to play in a bunch of team events. Oh. And so I think I I think I go Scotty Shuffler. Oh. Uh, I thought you were going to say Xander for some I reason. thought you were going to say Max Homo, which is probably one of the better bags. <clears throat> yeah, Homo would be Homo's good. But, but, but Scheffler's obviously been more competitive in major championships. So I, I, think, I think I'd go Scotty Scheffler. I, we have a good uh, – I mean, we would have a good rapport. Uh, we'd, ha we'd have I mean, both Dallas guys, plenty to talk about. Um, <laughs> You know, I, so. I, could, I could, okay. <laughs> I think I'd come around to Sung Jay's back if I could convert to meters. He gets, his, I, like, his, I like how you say convert to meters like it's a religion or something. <laughs> his, his daddy speaks yeah. to me in English and he definitely like would not small talk me otherwise. Like, we, I wouldn't have to, talk, like, you know what I mean? Like, that I could, I could do that. I could do a Sung Jay back. You don't want you. You're going around for five years. You don't want small talk. You just want to be. It's a business. This is a business decision. Yeah. Damn. No, I'm with, I'm with Rick. Like I, I think Shuffler is like a good mix though. He he he. We would we could chat, but I I don't think he just like talks to. He's not like it's not like being on Horschel's bag, right? Oh my gosh, that's like going uh, to yeah, Guantanamo. Right. <laughs> it's like what? What is it? Nothing. Um. <laughs> but but I'm with I'm I'm in Greg's camp. I, I want to be friends with this guy. Um, so I think so I was too. like my age. Got, so. That's because you guys are young. But, one, see, 30, I don't friends, need any more friends. Look, it, it's fine <laughs> to have friends at work. Work friends are different than, Hey, let's go to dinner every night. I agree with you on the, like when we're clocked out for the day, let's, let's call it. I mean, uh, you go eat wherever you eat. I'll go where I go. We'll right. go hang out and do our own thing. 
But to be able to talk while you're playing, warming up, getting ready, you want to have a good, a nice rapport. You want to have conversations. Nothing to be uncomfortable. I did this uh, sort of like video shoot with uh, JT and um, <clears throat> Jimmy Johnson one time. This was after uh, the NASCAR guy. No, his old no, caddy. No, his old caddy. Oh, you know what? Then the second one I was thinking was the guy who used to play for the Cowboys or used to. <laughs> oh my God, Daryl Johnson. No, no the dude, coach. Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. Oh, Jimmy. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, oh, I, that, was, God, that was the third or fourth Jimmy Johnson I would have gotten to. Really <laughs> well. Anyway, his old caddy and one of the I was facilitating basically the the it was like a caddy player relationship conversation for some video deal, and uh, one of the questions that they wanted to be like the the brand wanted to be asked was, "What's your what's your relationship like? Like, how does your relationship off the course translate to on the course?" <laughs> they were both like, "What." <laughs> like, like, what, what is, what is, what does this mean? Like, because I think that I, and not all player caddy relationships are like that. Some of them do hang out all the time, but I, I do think it's a little bit of like, do I want to go like hang out with my boss when I'm on a work trip all, you know, for what, and I've already been with him working all day. I don't know. Like, that's just not a common thing in like the work world, but for some reason we see sports as, it's different, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about hanging out with stars, right? Which is, I could see people being, well, yeah, I'd love to hang out with X player. Would you though? But no, you it would get old really fast. I agree. Yeah. Unless you're, you know, fast, really fast friends, which, you really get along well. Which it would be, that would it's be a rarity though, right? It's looking it, at the OWGR. It's like Damon and Gino. I mean, it's 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 not a it's not a common right thread. And they were all say. together well before. Right, right. That's what that's what I'm. Yeah, that's sort of what I'm getting at. Well, it is uh, Ted Scott and Adam Hayes who have the week off because they will not be at the Wells Fargo Championship because John Rahm and Scotty Scheffler are basically the only two golfers not in the field. Actually, one other. Uh, just real quick, Hideki is in Japan getting treatment on the neck, which is. Which is crappy, you know. You just want this guy to be healthy and seems to always be dealing with with something. You think you think Hideki gets of the one major guys right now who's the most likely to get to two? I guess Scheffler. Scheffler, yeah, yeah. Okay, so besides Sheff, I, I guess of the older guys like Hideki and Adam Scott and Justin Rose and Jason Day and uh, help me out here, Patrick. Uh, Jimmy uh, Walker's flashing some form. Okay, uh, yeah. Let's not get carried away. 36-hole leader at the last designated event. Um, Danny Willett. Um, yeah, of all those names that you just Patrick said, Reed. One major Hideki winners are tough. Yeah. Hideki, Day, Reed, um, Fitzpatrick. He, oh, he's Fitzy. like late 20s. Um, I'll take Fitzy over Hideki. Any of, the, any of those. Yeah. Yeah, Hideki, the health is just a big concern. I feel a lot better about Jason Day's health. I don't feel great about Rose or Scott. Um, I I feel pretty I feel pretty good about Jason Day actually. Cameron Cameron Smith, do you want him? Bryson, Cam Smith, no. Bryson. These are like just guys that are not Scotty Scheffler. Yeah, you're right. Because the answer is Scotty Scheffler. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Um. 
Okay. Well, it is very nice that Scotty Scheffler and John Rahm are letting somebody else win because uh, they have dominated the designated events, as I'm sure this graphic that we have queued up will show. John Rahm, Tournament of Champions, Genesis, and the Masters, Scotty Scheffler, Phoenix, and the Players' Championship, a couple others, Kurt Kitayama, Sam Burns, Matt Fitzpatrick, and now the Wells Fargo Championship will go to someone not named Scott, Scotty and not named John Rahm. So... Rory Patrick is the favorite, obviously, around this place. But uh, this is the first time that we've had kind of two big boppers uh, use their their one skip. There's uh, there's a couple winners in this one, the field. Someone else mm. can obviously win. They've won five out of eight, as you can see. And two, the city of Cromwell, Connecticut. They're going to be getting the top three guys in the world going to their event uh, the week after the U.S. Open, which I would have assumed most of them had planned to skip if I'm being honest with you if you know if you pick one event at the very beginning of the year mm, that one kind of looks pretty good traveling from LACC to TPC River Highlands but top three players should be there uh, so yeah it'll be interesting it's interesting especially with Rory coming off this little hiatus you know what is his form last time we saw him he didn't look great uh, and it really just opens up the field and you know could we see a Kitayama type win this week uh, I want to go that far, but someone like Sam Burns in that mid-range, absolutely. The Cromwell stuff's pretty interesting, Greg. I mean, I think the schedule, the schedule this year has been nuts. And I think yeah. next yeah. year, I think next year, if they are going to do the what is it, two on, three off, two on, three off type of cadence, it, it's yeah. going to be much better. But man, th this is it's so much gone. I'm actually, yeah, I'm actually surprised that. Some guys took some time here as well. That that um, Travelers was seemingly the spot where everybody was going to skip. Right. But, you know, you got these two, you got two majors coming up before that, that you want to make sure you're ready for. And after Travelers, you got a little bit of time to take a breather before, uh, you know, before maybe a Scottish Open, if you want, or or the Open Championship. And, and I think that's kind of what these guys are circling. Hey, I, I need a rest right now to gear up for these two major championships in between now and travelers. Also, I think they really like the travelers, even though it's a cross country trip before designated events, that event was growing in popularity. We were seeing more and more big names going over there. Um, you know, even after Tory pines. So I, I think it certainly makes sense, but as for the Wells Fargo, having no ROM and no Scheffler is kind of fun. Um, which is an odd thing to say when the two best guys are, are here, but we've talked about it a lot. I mean, Scotty Scheffler's biggest problem is he doesn't make any clutch putts because he wins by so much, you know? And so taking these two guys out, it does open up the field. I think it makes it a lot more interesting to, um, to discuss for the only reason that it's a little more realistic that one of those mid range guys like Patrick mentions gets a win, you know, maybe a Ricky Fowler or, uh, or somebody like that get, can, get up near the top and you feel like they have a real chance. It's, it's pretty cool. I think uh, one more thing is with the Texas swing coming around, you know, Scotty's going to want to play in both of those. And then Spieth potentially might be going five straight sandwiched around the PGA championship with the Memorial back ending that. Um, so yeah. we'll see. 
the Texas guys have kind of said they still intend to play the Texas events. KP, uh, speaking of the guys at the top, Rory McIlroy back uh, in action for the first time since the Masters. He spoke to Tyler's of Golf Channel earlier today and said, quote, or excuse me, said that his his uh, time off was, quote, more for my mental and emotional well-being. I needed to be at home for those few weeks. I think I'm in a better headspace than I was End quote. So Rory back in action this week at a place that he has destroyed. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's interesting, right? He missed uh, Heritage, got kind of lit up for it. If you read things online, uh, not necessarily by writers or by people that cover things closely, but just by commenters and trolls and... Um, you know, I, I thought him missing Heritage was interesting because it was not. I don't think that I don't think that the story of Rory's career has been that he is one to kind of shy away from. I don't know, being resilient and bouncing back from frustrating tournaments or weeks or whatever, and so it just kind of stood out to me is like, huh, that's, that's interesting. You know, it, it seems like that's, that's, seems like there's, there's more to the story. And, you know, I think he kind of alluded to that a little bit, uh, today and didn't, um, reveal a ton, but just kind of gave you more of a look into like what was going on, I guess, with him post masters. So, all that to say, like, it's good that he's back. I think tournaments are better when Rory's playing in them. I'm interested to see how he plays this week. He, he's he's had kind of a weird year because you, you don't you, – you think about this year and you're like, yeah, I guess he's been okay, but he's still, like, statistically top ten in everything, you know, and, and uh, obviously won on the European tour. So I'm kind of interested to see what his summer looks like, even – I guess maybe because he hasn't really had the finish, finishes to match what his numbers say he's been so far. And it kind of goes to the right. Yeah, this it's expectation. It is um, the bar being set so high and there are a lot of massive events left. So we'll see how Rory rebounds. Hey, if there's a place to get right and there's a place to come back, uh, this is it. He's one of the best course player combinations uh, out there. Yeah, we talked about that. Did you did you look up the you got it? I have it. So. I have, uh, and I'll, I'll shamelessly plug this. I sent this out in my email newsletter this morning. So rickrungood.com slash newsletter. So I have the, it's a, it is a uh, 20 round minimum, the uh, going back to 2008. So this is not like, don't worry about like Sam Snead or anything. Um, the best player course combinations by strokes gained. Do we want to? Go down the board here. Yeah, how many? Uh, how I'm, many do we have to name? I mean, well, you can name well, I have three, four, five, six, seven. I'm, I'm, I got to recuse myself because I'm staring at the newsletter. I just hadn't uh, opened it yet, so I, I'm I've out. Got, I've got uh, thirteen of them. There's a couple you, you will not get, but um, Tiger and Bay Hill. That's number one. Three point two strokes gained per round. Jesus. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, that's sick. Uh, Tiger and Tori. Uh, not there. 
Since 2008. 2008. Uh, it's yeah. minimum rounds. Yeah. So, so I actually. Rom. I actually. And Tori. Rom and Tori. That's number four. I actually only saw the top four, so I'll try to guess some of the some of the lower. I'll say Hideki and Phoenix. Uh, not on there. No, that he had like that. He had like a WD, and like he had a couple that knocked him out later. He at one point he was on this list. No longer. What okay. about um? What about Burger in Memphis? Not mm. not there. Ooh, no DJ so, in Memphis. Wow. No. Okay. Um, Brooks at U.S. Open courses <laughs> <laughs> doesn't count. Uh, Spieth and Pebble. Uh. No. Wow. De- what about Speeth at Augusta? Corey? No, there is a Speeth, but no, not at Augusta. Day and not at what? Augusta. Colonial. Day, day at Tory. Speeth at Colonial. Not wow. Day at, Tory. day at Pebble. Nope. Wow. Rory, Rory at uh, Bay Hill. No. Wow. These are hard. So the, the minimum is 2.4 stro- a 2.4 over 20 rounds is an That's insane. A lot. It's insane. So it's a very, very Shuffler high. Shuffler at Phoenix. No, because he's only played it three times, right? Or four times. Brooks, Brooks at Phoenix? Nope. No. Ricky at Phoenix? Ricky <laughs> at All right. I'll give you I'll, I'll give you some play at American Express. All right. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Patrick I'm really striking out. It's not American <laughs> Express, but Patrick Cantley is on the list twice. Oh, Memorial. Memorial. Yeah. Nearfield Village. Yeah. That's number five. He's he is he also is in the number two spot. Yeah, I saw this one, so I can't comment on it. Okay. Patrick Cantley, number two spot. Patrick Cantley in the number two spot. The BMW championship. <laughs> um Think, think. Oh, oh, Vegas, Vegas. Yeah. All right. So here we go. So, he, so we've got the top five: Tiger at Bay Hill, Patrick Cantlay at TPC Summerlin, Rory at Quail Hollow, John Rahm at TP at, at Torrey Pines, and Patrick Cantlay at Memorial. Okay. So there is, um, there is another John Rahm. There is a Jason Day we haven't gotten. There is a Martin Laird and Adam Hadwin. Uh, Keegan Bradley, believe it or not. Hadwin at Palm Springs. Hadwin at yes, uh, technically the stadium course. Yes, and, and Laird's Vegas as well. It's not this one. This one is uh, the one TPC Scottsdale. No, Bay Hill. Uh, nope. You won't. You guys won't get that one. Uh, Sam player Burns championship. Nope. I don't know. Sam Burns is on the list. Oh, it's Burns at Valspar. Burns at Innisbrook. Yep, that makes sense. Where, is day at quail is day at quail uh, quail hollow no rom at, at uh Muirfield village no was day good in canada rom at uh, tournament of champions nope rom rom's <laughs> rom's other one is also the stadium course the american express pete die okay Adam, martin laird's is at montru golf and country club whatever the barbasol or whatever that is Oh my god! Yeah, wow. you weren't gonna. You weren't gonna How go. did we miss that? There's one more Rory on a tournament that doesn't exist anymore. Uh, Firestone. That's Keegan. Keegan okay. at Firestone. Rory's is Shayshen uh, International. Yeah, HSBC. Okay. Yeah. So I think we got them all now. Okay. It's, an, it's such an interesting. I love we were, that we were stuff. Close. Could do all day. <laughs> we were close. Yeah, we had <laughs> hundred guesses. <laughs> uh, all right, very good. What was next here? Okay, we will uh, actually uh, transition to our best bets, our one and done, and we will do that after a quick break. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And we're back. Does that ad freeze for anybody else or just me? No, but I'm intrigued by the show now. I am too. Michael Shannon. Sign me up. Intense. Very intense. Best bets. This is where we take our 100 bucks over to Caesar Sportsbook and we find a matchup we like, a finishing position that we like, and two outright wagers. Please, thank you very much. Release the board. Matchups. Uh, Greg, let's start with your matchup for this week, please. Mm. Okay. Uh, I got Corey Connors over Keegan Bradley. Uh, now, I think there's a little <laughs> bit of a redemption narrative here. Last time Corey Connors was at Quail Hollow, it did not go very well. Um, but I think all in all, it's it's actually a pretty good golf course for him. He's been driving the ball a lot better of late uh, in his last four events, uh, particularly. And and I do think this is a good fit for him. I also think with Keegan Bradley, there's an element of last year's Wells Fargo that kind of gets sucked into this, and it's at a completely different golf course. And And Keegan's game has been... I would say trending kind of in the opposite direction of Corey Connors. So I'm seeing Corey kind of on the rise and I think Keegan's a little bit on the way down and I don't, I don't love Keegan's record here at quail hollow. It's a nice fit in theory, but his best finish here is a T 18. He's got a bunch of, you know, a bunch of missed cuts. Uh, and, and I, I like where Corey is as well. I mean, Corey's best finish is a tied 42nd. Uh, but again, like I said, he's only played it three times. And I think he's trended in the right direction. So I got Corey over Keegan. Even money, Corey over Keegan. Patrick, you've got yourself a young up-and-comer over an old guy. A young buck. Uh, Taylor Moore, minus 110 over Matt Kuchar. Uh, Moore's playing just really good golf at the moment obviously highlighted with the win at the Vals bar championship off the t numbers look great he's gained in 10 out of the last 11 uh kuchar is playing pretty well too uh you know to be respectful of, of the elder statesman but long golf course ele- elevated event uh, I, I like moore's floor and ceiling a bit more and just you know overall statistical profile Minus 110 over Matt Kuchar. I went with Patrick Cantlay in the even money, or excuse me, in the plus money, plus 130 over Rory McIlroy. Rory off a long break. Uh, Cantlay has been literally the best player in this field over the last 36 rounds. His ball striking is nuts, and I submitted this before I even heard the Joe LaCava news, so we'll see how that goes. KP, round us out on a matchup, please. Yeah, I got Jason Day over Max Homa. Homa's now been playing good golf. You know, his... 
I would say probably since the Players' Championship, he's just kind of fallen off. And Day's been consistent, obviously very good on this golf course. Don't love the number, but uh, I do like Jason Day over Max Homa. Uh, next up, finishing position. So any finishing position that we want here, we've got top 40, three top 20s. Uh, KP, I'll go right back to you here for a top 20, please. Yeah, my uh, top 20 is... Don't have, oh, uh, Ricky Fowler, top 20. So here's an interesting number. If you look at the top, or excuse me, the last 50 rounds of everybody in this field, or excuse me, everybody in the world, not everybody in this field, uh, there's only been 13 guys that have, have a better strokes gain number than Ricky Fowler over their last 50 rounds. He's been playing like a top 15, top 20 guy in the world for several months now. And I think people are not noticing or just not like it, it, people are having a hard time like adjusting to that. Uh, obviously, he plays well in this course. And I think he's going to finish in the top 20 this week. Rory McIlroy, number one in strokes gained at Quail Hollow. Ricky Fowler, number two. So, obviously, yeah. great success around here. Uh, I went, Patrick, with the guy that you have in your matchup. I took him to finish inside the top 40. So, Taylor Moore, top 40 at plus 120. Everything you said, he's playing great golf. Love the upside. Love everything about it. So, you have opted uh, to go much, much deeper down the board. You found something at six to one. I know I called Patrick Cantlay the bag man, but if Joseph Bramlett comes through for us for the second consecutive week, this time at plus 600, uh, he might have to be coined the bag man. And I mean, the eye test model is popping through the roof. The charts are off the screen. Uh, so give me Joseph Bramley. I think he's a good fit at this course at six to one for six, a top 20. Six to one. Greg, you you actually went fairly long yourself. You didn't get to six to one. You got your, You got it to 260. Who'd you pick? Uh, Keith Mitchell, this is a horses for courses play. Um, you know, I'm not in love with his recent form of late, but I think this is a really good spot for a turnaround and a really, really good course fit um, with Keith Mitchell here. So again, he is coming off a, a sixth place finish with Sung JM at the Zurich, which kind of, you know, rebounded him from a little bit of a slump, uh, which I think ends this week. You look at his performances here at Quail Hollow and it's, a tied 34th, a tied eighth, and a tied third. Uh, you know, it's trending in the right direction. As you can see, there's not much more room to go up. But this is a player who has a really strong driver of the golf ball. And I think this golf course highlights that. So you'll see throughout all of my plays here, I think for the most part, driving is something that I've really highlighted. Uh, I think it, it's a way to separate yourself. So definitely going with, uh, with a Keith Mitchell here for a top 20. Mitchell top 20, Ricky top 20, Joseph top 20, Taylor top 40 are the finishing positions. Greg, I'm going to kick this right back to you. Your two outrights to win the Wells Fargo Championship. I think we're going to get kind of a unique winner this week. Um, and one of them is looking for their first win. That would be Cam Young. Uh, I really like his number at 18 to 1. Again, highlighting the, the driving ability. This is going to be a big separator for him this week. He is so long uh, and and can be very accurate off the tee. Uh, so I, I really liked what I saw out of Cam Young here at the President's Cup as well. Um, so I, I'm loving Cam Young. I think this should be a really good spot for him to earn his first win and join the Rory McIlroys and the Ricky Fowlers and players like that who Max Homa, who who got their first win here at the Wells Fargo. And the next one would be Ricky Fowler. 
who got his first win here. Uh, Kyle mentioned some of these numbers that have been just phenomenal. And as I was looking through Ricky's numbers and performances, trying to figure out what's holding him back, I don't really think there's a, a physical area of his game. He just hasn't shown the ability to go shoot 62 in one round, right? Everything has been very consistently in that 68 to 72 range. Uh, and, and here, and, and you know, we don't really see winners get past 15 under here very often. Um, in, in fact, the last five tournament stroke play tournaments that have been played here, 15 under is the lowest score of all of them. And I think that can really benefit a Ricky Fowler. I, I think his game is in a place where he can go shoot 67, 68 consistently, and that'll be enough to get him up near the top of the leaderboard. So I think it's a really good course fit. I think the scoring is going to benefit Ricky. I think his style fits into play. Uh, and and this may be his best chance for the year to, to earn a, a victory. Um, and he's coming in with a, with a ton of confidence. His record has been phenomenal, as Kyle pointed out. So I, 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 love, I love Ricky Fowler. 35 to 1 for Ricky, 18 to 1 for Cam Young. Patrick, your two outrights, please. In that Ricky Fowler playoff, who did he defeat? Uh, wasn't it Rory? Rory. And? Uh, Boo Weekly? J.B. Holmes. J- uh, no, you're close with the initials, though. Oh. Um, uh, DA points. <laughs> yep. Da. Yep. DA points. It was DA. Yep. Wow. Bill Murray's boy. Um, <clears throat> but I am going with, this is kind of a hedge, uh, just kind of on my takes, uh, Justin Thomas, 25 to one. <laughs> Hedging uh, <laughs> your takes is for sure. For sure. The way to go. There's uh, I think he could be kind of close and obviously the putter hasn't been great. The iron play is, you know, so, so in, in his uh, terms, like he's still gaining like four strokes per tournament, which is great with the irons, but he can be better than that. So I'm going to go with him has a good history here. Wanted it at a different time of year with kind of different grass, which is a little bit of a concern, but he looked good in the president's cup as well. So 25 to one for JT and then 25 to one for Rick's new boss, Sung JM. Uh, he's, he's just been so good and he needs to win here soon. It's been a very long time since Sung JM has won a golf tournament. Uh, you know, he has top six finishes at the players Phoenix open, great all around so give me sungjay at 25 my dms are open sungjay if you need me on your bag anytime soon i went with two just ball strikers that are hot and trending right now one is victor hovland at 20 to 1 and kp you and i share the other so why don't you let everyone know who our other outright is yeah patrick Cantlay, 14 to 1 i i did not know about the LaCava thing at the time I made this pick either. He's just been playing probably the best golf of any, like if you take Rom and Scheffler out, which we are because they're not playing in the tournament. I, I think he can't lay over the last two or three months is kind of the kind of been the guy in terms of just who's playing the best golf. Right. And, um, I threw Sung Jay in there as well as my second guy for a lot of the reasons that Patrick mentioned. I love Cam Young, which you'll see in a second. And I love Jason Day this week, but Sanjay's just been, he's been really solid and really kind of flying under the radar. And I liked that number for him at, at 25 to 1. K 
Cantlay, Cantlay, <laughs> Sungjae, Sungjae, Victor, Justin Thomas, Ricky Fowler, and Cameron Young are the outrights. Now we get a little bonus bet action. Another 50 to put on anything that we want. We had a couple of uh, NFL draft selections uh, last week. Patrick uh, cashed his. Something in regards to the Steelers and offensive linemen, I believe, if I'm remembering that correctly. Uh, Greg, what have you opted to put your bonus bucks on? Uh, I'm going with Emiliano Grillo, top 40. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I really like this one. He's coming off a T7 at the RBC Heritage, a T5 in, in Mexico. He's gained strokes putting in his last four um, and hit the ball really, really well in Mexico. Uh, and, and, you know, it's easy to think, and I had this thought too when I first looked, that, hey, this is a, you know, a past Palom golf course that fits Emiliano Grillo perfectly. So that's why he played so well in Mexico. But you look at what he's done at Quail Hollow, his last two starts, a T9 and a T14. So I think this golf course agrees with him as well. And I feel fairly confident in a top 40. Plus 110. I've opted for a top 20. Ricky Fowler. Ricky Fowler. Finally, we've talked about him 19 times there. It finally hits him with the drop. And uh, yeah, listen, Ricky's been great. We've already talked about it. Plus 170 for me. KP, what have you opted for? Yeah, Cam Young, top 20. I absolutely love Cam Young this week. I, I, I just think he, he doesn't, I don't know. He didn't get talked about a ton coming into events like this. He's playing great. He's driving it great. You got to drive it well here. You, I mean, look at the guys that have had success here, right? Rory, uh, you know, Jason Day has been really sweet. I mean, just really elite drivers. Keith Mitchell has played well here. And Cam Young might be the, the most elite driver. So I just, I love him to finish in the top 20 this week. If he does, it'll be at minus 105 odds. And Patrick... It is not a show unless you are negative on someone and give us a, a nice, you know, miss the cut wager. What have you found this week? There's a lot of frauds on the PJ tour, I believe. And, uh, <laughs> and you would know. And I think Taylor Montgomery might might be close to topping that list. So um, I like him to miss that cut at plus 140. You look at the five designated events he's played in. He's missed the cut in three of them. The ball striking is atrocious. So if we can just avoid those 20 to 30 footers that he makes every so often, I think he'll be in for a uh, short trip to Charlotte. I was definitely duped by uh, Taylor Montgomery. January, I was I was all in. I was all in. I was like, he's a longer, better Denny McCarthy. I think I said that. So I might have been duped there, which might also be true. For, yeah, for sure. <laughs> that doesn't mean it's a good thing, but it, it could be true. Right. Yeah. yeah. I uh oh, not not great. So Taylor Montgomery missed the cut for Patrick plus 140. Gentlemen, that leaves us with literally just one final thing to do, and it is our one and done selections. And I will tell you, there are one, two, three, three of you with one pick. Mm. And the rest of us are lone wolves, including the fans the fans so now you have to stay around and see who you picked after these words the wait is over the shy returns with new episodes on paramount plus what brings you to the shed opportunity everybody get down Walk right up to the side. a new rain is coming to the south side never should have sent a boy to do a woman's job 
The Shy. New episodes now streaming. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash The Shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with the Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. The subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Baseball has begun, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Samphill, every Monday through Saturday as we deliver all of your fantasy baseball needs in just five minutes. We'll break down the biggest performers, news, and prospects who could make an impact this season. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found. And we're back. The one and done selections. I don't need to remind you, gentlemen, that this is a $20 million purse. 3.6 to the winners. Greg, I have to start with you. I'm sorry about that. You are at $6 million. You are part of the, the, the trio that has selected the same golfer. And that golfer is Cameron Young. Mm. I, look, I, I think this is the the spot to play him. Uh, yep. Kyle mentioned the driving. I mentioned the driving. It's really impressive. Uh, I already played Ricky Fowler, so I would have had my I would have had kind of a toss up between those two. Um, but with having already played Ricky, I, it, it made it really easy for me, and it kind of made me you know like Cam Young a little more this week. I, I think it just makes a ton of sense. And I think it could be a spot for his first win. Cam Young for Greg, Cam Young for UKP, and Cam Young for Sia, who has successfully entered a one-and-done selection for this week, KP. You see, you are at least uh, the highest on the leaderboard of those who chose Cam Young, so you could make up ground on everyone ahead of you, which is usually a good thing. Yeah, it's a great thing, especially in an elevated event. Uh, congrats on Sia for uh, his um, ability to f- figuring out the ability to to send a text message. That's world class stuff uh, in a timely timely manner. I mean, last fifty rounds of guys in this field, the top five in strokes gained are Rory, Finau, Cantlay, Xander, Cam Young, and Cam Young does not get talked about in the same way that those other four guys do and deservedly so he hasn't he hasn't won a pga tour event yet you know um but i i do think like what he does best plays like like he's top five over his last 50 rounds in terms of strokes gained but he he's even better than that on this course because what he does best plays into like what this course is so I think this was the spot to use him, although he did play so great at the majors last year that I, I kind of hesitated there. Uh, I'm interested to hear Patrick talk me through the Rory decision. I mean, I know you've got some bullets, Patrick, but um, just what, what's the, what was the thinking there? There's a, there's a lot to digest from this board. I mean, I'm surrounded <laughs> by, I'm surrounded by three Cameron Youngs. So I will be actively rooting against him this weekend. Uh, Two, just team morale wise, Rory wasn't cutting it. Kind of seems a little down in the dumps, you know, shed that weight. And this is a classic situation. Kyle, you're a father. You just you just throw your kid in the pool. And sure. yeah. All they probably they probably can swim. But if not, you, you, they'll figure it out. They're smart enough. So this is one of those moments where I'm, I'm just Whenever throwing you, him. Yeah, don't don't do this. Like I'm don't just, actually do this. 
I'm just throwing Rory McIlroy into the pool. And I have belief based off his past history that he'll be able to swim to 2.7 million. And that little $3 million uh, fine, just bring it right back, Jay. Bring it right back. Why only 2.7? Does, doesn't, isn't first 3.6? Oh, really? Is it? Aren't, aren't the <laughs> oh. elevated events 3.6? Let's go. No, I think, I think that was. Well, I don't know. What was the Century, players? Century was 2.7. This is 3.6. Okay. Yeah. yeah, this is 3.6. What was the players' championship? Like 4? Like 4.5 or something. I okay, remember. okay. Yeah. But uh, someone who's good at Photoshop, to f- get Patrick throwing a baby-sized Rory McIlroy into, into a the pool. pool. I would like that. Toddler, <laughs> toddler size, maybe. And to Paul, to Paul in the chat, I do not have any children. Yeah, Paul in the chat says, Patrick doesn't have kids, does he? <laughs> Not a lot of confidence in uh, your parenting Throw ability. Throw them in. The fans. The fans who are at $9.6 million, just a mere $20,000 behind Kyle M. And only $5.2 million behind Mark are lone wolfing it with Victor Hovland this week. Kyle M has opted for Sung J M. I have opted for Patrick Cantlay. Again, submitted before any of this Joe LaCava stuff happened, or at least I love I love that. I love that pick. Kyle Kyle M and Sung J M could be brothers, I suppose. They could be. Yes. The infamous Kyle M, the infamous Sung J M. And Mark at the top of the board is going with Justin Thomas for his one and done selection. That's that's interesting. It's not what I would have thought. That's not where I would have thought Mark would use JT. Same here. Mm-hmm. I, th- that, that screams panicking mm. as someone who is. <laughs> you know the telltale signs? Yeah. Takes one to know one. Trouble at the top. Mark's throwing JT in the deep end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mark, uh, Mark, Mark, you know, he, Mark believes in, in, in the vibes of, you know, a major championship uh, venue that you've, you've won. He believes in stuff like that. Yeah, I know. And it <laughs> seems to work out for him somehow. Uh, it's not, I don't think it's a, it's not a real thing. Um, maybe it is, but yeah, I'm intrigued. I mean, I, I don't know what to make of JT. I, I, I think that he's, I mean, I'm a little bit with Patrick in that I think he's closer than his, he, he the way he talks about his game, you're like, this guy must be like 300th in the world. <laughs> And, and then you look at his numbers, you're like, oh, this is not that far away. You know, it's a little bit how I feel about Morikawa. Uh, I just don't know if – I don't know. I, I don't know what to make of JT right now. I think he's one of the most confusing guys in the world to me. I am going to recap the names, and then I want to talk about somebody that we didn't even, I don't think, mention one time that I think might win this. So uh, here we go. For those just listening – Mark, 14.8 million, Justin Thomas. Rick, 12.1, Patrick Cantlay. Kyle M, 9.66, Sung JM. The fans, 9.64, Victor Hovland. Kyle, 7.19, Cam Young. Sia, 7.11, Cameron Young. Patrick, 6.7, Rory McIlroy. Greg, 6.0, Cam Young. I think we can round that to 6.1. Well, can we? <laughs> Okay. 
You'll you'll be there. You'll what, next. You'll be there. We'll, we'll get there. Yeah, you'll get there. I don't want to. You know, you, you, it's gonna feel better when you earn it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, not a not a word outside of maybe we want to or maybe we don't want to be on his bag on Jordan Spieth, who is ball striking the heck out of it, putting better, and went five zero zero here at the Presidents Cup. I'm afraid he might win. I'm I'm actually just genuinely afraid he might win. Didn't I already use him? Didn't I use him at the Masters? Oh, I'm sure we all. Let's see. Actually, I was I, gonna, I was going to uh, uh, pat everybody on the back. We've not had a duplicate selection yet, which this has yeah, got to well, be the longest. For sure. Mark used, Mark used Jordan Spieth at the Masters, got 744. Greg has him available. Kyle used him at the Masters, got 744. I have him available. Patrick has him available. Kyle M used him, wow, at RBC Heritage, got 2.1 million. Sia has him available. The fans used him at RBC Heritage and got 2.1 million. Damn. I remember when I picked John Rahm like four times in one year? Yes. I think it was last year. Oh, I'm actually finding out, wow, we might have an asterisk dilemma. Uh-oh. Josh, Josh says a couple have tried indicating submitting a duplicate pick, and he has caught them. Is Josh supposed to play defense on on? Oh my gosh! Bring him in! Bring him in! Josh has been very lenient in his first turn. Very lenient. He's looking for re-election. First, (laughs) yeah. This is like this is like (laughs) if if Aaron Rodgers fails a a p test, and Roger Goodell's like, man, Aaron, you know we. We caught you. Do you want to go take another test or like we'll come back next week? Yeah. Like what 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 happened here, Josh? I don't have any specifics at this point, but I, I thought I, like I, I consider myself the commissioner of the one and done. And I just figured that was part of my job. Speaking like a true politician. Yes. <laughs> I don't have any of the specifics at the moment. <laughs> I was expecting yeah. unbelievable. You, know, you have all of them. <laughs> is anybody in it, uh, I mean, for sure Sia was one of the culprits, but is it <laughs> is is Mark, anybody Mark else definitely is because he doesn't know how to access the sheet. Oh, that's a good point. Oh wow. yeah, just nodded as well. That was, yeah, uh, advanced enough to access the Google sheet. This is incredible. This is incredible. This Kick is like the tour, Doug. Is this going to be a double asterisk? I'm well, not- it's a little bit like playing a like we're all playing our own ball, and and these other guys are playing like a best ball. Yeah, yeah. I, I not fair. We might have to subpoena these records. The, the so so just I mean th- this is a very lenient. Josh Josh uh, he he t- texts out reminders if you don't if you don't get your pick in and if you get your dupe in he tells you to dupe this, this is this is something. something yeah there's some there's some hand holding going on by the way are our CBS emails and stuff are those subpoena subpoenaable oh definitely like can you no oh, okay I, that's good oh, to yeah. know if Patrick Reed <laughs> sued you or like CB oh those are coming out okay I think I've been. I think I've been pretty pretty safe there. The tech the, the text messages on the other hand, I mean that's we have to have some of those redacted <laughs> wheels off. I mean there's some stuff in there that I do not, yeah. Uh the chat does actually, Josh, prefer you being uh they, they're calling it a well run league. I yeah, that's one way to frame it for sure. 
That's probably one of Sia's cronies in there. Yeah, yeah it's very <laughs> burner. Josh's burner. Justice, very well run for the violators. Justice for Sia. Shame, shame. Uh, anything else that we need to cover before we get out of town? Uh, I don't think. Would you be fun- more uh, optimistic? if Jordan won this week for the PGA or would you, you know, like, do you want him to win this week? Would that make no. you feel more confident about the PGA? Oh shoot. I forgot that that's slam. Yeah. Big, big deal. No, no I, I just want to see a, a good performance. It'll be too okay. much. Okay. Cool. There's not a lot of attention on that as, as Rick, you know, it wasn't on his mind. I think about that. It's Forgot. not on Rick Gaiman's mind. It's very under the radar in the general public. There you go. Well, I think, I mean, Rory's slam attempt always gets so much attention. Oh. And then you get to, you get to Spieth's the, the next month and you're like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. That, that would be cool. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. It would yeah. be incredible. Yeah. Speaking of Spieth, we have a, Josh has a thing here. What does he have? Uh, like a okay. This is apparently all of these for are from my Twitter feed, and this <laughs> is this is week? this is the bag that you want, Greg. This is yes. this is this is the life oh, that you want to live. Don't you want to top, feel alive? Top left. Oh my god! This is these only are all players. <laughs> Heartbreak, <laughs> sheer jubilation, at moments of. I don't think I could ever pull off top right. No, no, for no, sure. This doesn't even have the like that. This doesn't even have the uh, Masters ball one. Yeah, that's the Masters ball one. Oh, oh, him holding. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Thirteen. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was the best. That was pretty good. All right. Well, we will be back <clears throat> Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. When I say we, I think it's just mostly Greg and I. I'll be here. Mark on Thursday. And I think Greg, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. How you and that? I, we're gonna get real close this week. Just Greg. the two of us. We're gonna be. We're gonna. It's. It's. Uh, we're pulling uh, double duty. We're uh, friends and and colleagues this week. Can't wait. Going Can't to wait. dinner. I won't. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Small talk. I was, I was gonna, just gonna say we will not be going to dinner. But uh, we'll work back well to your family, family, Greg. <laughs> That's why me and Big Tone would get along so well. <laughs> Thank you very much, producer Josh, doing all the hard work behind the scenes. You can follow Patrick on Twitter at Amateur Status. You can find Greg at The Real GFD. And you can find Kyle at Kyle Porter CBS. You can also find me at Rick Run Good. This has been the first cut. We'll catch you next time. You can now relive the best moments of the UEFA Champions League 24-7. The UEFA Champions League channel is a new 24-hour streaming channel serving non-stop goals, highlights, and full match replays from the world's most prestigious club competition. Reminisce on your favorite moments, legendary players, and brilliant goals with the UEFA Champions League channel streaming around the clock on Pluto TV and the CBS Sports app.